Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Welcome back here on the show. Thank you to uh, Eddie Law from Cape Side Press for joining us in that last segment. And then, of course, on the way out, I make a comment and BT starts going nuts. So all I was saying is that if we do get a chance to see Dustin Poirier taking on Michael Chandler, that I think Michael Chandler knocks him out. You got a problem with that? What's he knocking him out with a speech, like a cool hype promo? <laughs> like, how is he? what is he knocking him out with? Like, Dustin Poirier is a better well, yeah, fighter. I don't know, man. It feels like at this point, I mean, when you look at Poirier's last three wins, it was versus Dan Hooker, who everybody beats, and then versus Conor McGregor twice. And I don't remember the last time Conor McGregor was really Conor McGregor. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying with Dustin Poirier, it's a little tough to judge if he's still that same guy that he was a couple of years ago. Hold on. Okay, so let me let me get this straight. So Michael Chandler front-kicking Tony Ferguson, who hasn't won a fight like this century that's that's like the topper for you he does a cool knockout and then all of a sudden oh he's gonna take out Borea. like i don't like what is your logic there like he got knocked out by uh, by pitbull who's a featherweight like I, what, like what, what what is the logic there dustin Poirier has been in there and taken out a murderer's row at 155 holloway who came closer, ellie alvarez who came closer took out to justin gaethje who came, who came closer, closer to beating the champion that's ah, like samesies dude come on Exactly. Okay, you don't want to answer that one. And it's a long time ago that you're talking about when he got knocked out by Pitbull. Like I'd rather go way, with the, the court. And by the way, it was a it was a vacant championship. Like what are we talking about? He didn't like take out the champ in Michael like Michael yeah, Chandler like was the, fighting for was the court Michael current Chandler's, events, buddy. You're talking about something that happened three years ago, right? Current events. Who who whines and cries about Jose Aldo's history more than you? Oh, look how many times he defended it in WEC. Like, you're Mr. History class. Now, all of a sudden, you like to forget it? That's convenient. No, I don't forget it. The WEC defenses were incredible. So was the 10-year defense when you talk about what he did in the UFC. But go ahead. Well, and back your boy, Conor McGregor, who... I mean, Conor McGregor did almost defend the belt once, if not twice. You're right. Um, All right, let's switch gears here and talk about the female goat because it feels like Everybody talks about Amanda Nunez almost like it's a foregone conclusion that she BT is now the greatest female fighter of all time. Before we get into the conversation, is there any conversation to be had? Like, can you talk about anybody else being the greatest women's fighter of all time? I don't think there is a less debatable thing in sports than Amanda Nunez being the greatest female fighter of all time. Like, I, I just, she's taken out everybody there is that has mattered in the sport, uh, some of them multiple times uh, on the biggest stages. It's it's like it's one of the least debatable things I think in sports is who is the female goat. Would your opinion change if she lost again tonight to Juliana Pena? Not really. Like how many? Like so, Anderson Silva gets to lose nine thousand times at the end of his career, and he gets to keep his goat Rushmore status. But Amanda Nunes can't lose a couple fights at the end of her career. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change it for me. Well, I feel like there's a difference when you cross over with the sexes when you talk about fighting because. 
not only has the women's division not had as many champions or competitors, but it hasn't been around nearly as long as all the men's divisions. So I don't know if it's necessarily fair to compare what Amanda Nunes has done or Ronda or Cyborg or Rose or whoever you think is in the conversation for the greatest women's fighter of all time, only because the men's game has been around longer. Now, if you want to argue the relevance to the sport, I would argue that Ronda Rousey is on the Mount Rushmore of importance when it comes to fighters or promoters or whatever, just because it's what she's done for the women's fighting game, if you will. I think if Ronda wasn't as successful as she was, you can tell me if you feel differently, we might not see women in the UFC or fighting in the cage at all. I'm not going to disagree with you that Ronda is um, going to be a more important figure probably in the sport because, yeah, she's the reason that is there. Dana White said that we're never going to be women fighting in the UFC. So, obviously, Amanda Nunes is probably very appreciative of a Ronda Rousey for being where she's at in her career. But, you know, you could say that uh, it hasn't been going on as long. And, okay, that's true. But anybody that has mattered really in that in the women's fighting game, she is beaten. I mean, she beat Chris Cyborg to holy hell. She beat Valentina Shevchenko, however close, beat her twice. Ronda Rousey, she obliterated. Misha Tate, she uh, she took out. Holly Holm, she took out. I mean, like, she took out every recognizable name there is to take out in her weight class and gender. You make strong points. Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine breaking down tonight's UFC 270. What I'm saying. Like, it's not the- that, like, I, you know, I, I get it. Like, we always want to do this because it's the end, but, like, Kind of sucks for her. Like, okay, so Juliana got her twice at the end, and now sudden, no longer the goat. Like, she what's like she just had one of the biggest upsets in the history of the sport. Nobody thought she had a chance, and that obliterates all of Amanda Nunes' career. I think that's a little silly. Okay, well then using your own criteria, and Jake just pointed this out too. My guy Jake, great minds think alike. What about Ronda? Ronda was the greatest. Ronda was the best. Ronda was the only reason why they had women's divisions. And then all of a sudden, she gets kicked in the head. She goes away mm-hmm. for a minute. She comes back. She loses to Nunez. So she loses two at the very end. And we don't even have her in this conversation. I feel like most people would say it goes Nunez, then Cyborg, then probably Valentina, maybe even Joanna Jacek before we get to Ronda. So just using your own criteria, why isn't Ronda still at the top of the list? The Cyborg thing is a huge thing for me, though, because Cyborg, for the longest time, I think everybody looked at Cyborg and Ronda as why the fight that 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 fight never happened. And Ronda would always say, well, you know, she's got to come down to my weight class. You know, I'm not going to just, you know, bend over. She, you know, bend over and make the fight happen. She's using steroids, all this, that and the other. Man, Nunes went in there and obliterated her. Like as soon as she knocked out Chris Cyborg the way she did for me, this debate is over. Like it's it's not because Chris Cyborg is a very very scary fighter and Amanda Nunes obliterated her. I, I think that night for me, you're gonna have to find it's gonna have to be some amazing run to top it. I don't care how many title defenses at 125 Valentina Shevchenko has. I don't care how many times Rose Namajunas gets the belt back at at 115. Like for Amanda Nunes to do what she did, um, I, I just think that's gonna be a tough time to have. Like Kayla Harrison's gonna have to come back and like. I don't know. She's going to have to drag everybody out of retirement for me to consider somebody dethroning Amanda Nunes. It feels like Ronda gets a couple of things held against her. The way that it went out, the way that she kind of handled things. And then, of course, she was there at the very beginning where she got, I was going to say essentially, but she did. She got handed the title. She did defend it seven separate times, but it was Mm -hmm. so early on that we didn't really know what the field looked like, if you will, what the rest of the best look like, if you will. And it feels like with Amanda, as you point out, 
she's gone through all of them. She's gone through Cyborg. She's gone through Valentina. She's gone through Rousey. She's gone through Misha Tate. What if, just to play devil's advocate here, let's say that Amanda wins tonight and the odds makers tell us she's going to. Right now she's about a minus 265 on the cards. And she goes out there and looks great tonight. And we're all saying, okay, Amanda's back and it was a fluke. And then we see her get back into it with Valentina Shevchenko, who some people think she's on the short list of greatest of all time. And Valentina was to win that fight. Then are we still talking about Amanda being the GOAT? Yeah, I feel, I still think she's the GOAT because I don't think that going, you know, there's something to be said for like going down in weight and reigning over division as opposed to going up and taking somebody on who's bigger and scarier than you and just destroying them. And I don't disagree with you. I do think Ronda's status in all of women's fighting is definitely disrespected because I think she should probably be on the short list of like we're talking top three of all time for sure. Um, but one of the other things is I think we we know Ronda was not a well-rounded fighter. Like we know that her striking was suspect. Um, we kind of fell into a little bit of hype because she took out uh, a couple of opponents who, you know, she she was uh, in a different class then and then she kind of fell in love with her striking. But, you know, for me, I, I just think that, you know, Amanda's just a much more well-rounded, dangerous fighter. And that's fine. Like, you know, she perfected a lot of things, whereas Ronda got to the top by basically being a one-trick pony, and then it was over, and she was fine with that. I think that's okay. It's Rogan's fault. Remember, he was telling us that she could punch with the guys, and she was so crisp, and her boxing was just as good as her arm bars. He's like, hold on. I'm watching the same videos that you are, and I'm not seeing that. My list goes like this. I got Yoanio Jacek at five. I got Rousey at four, so you said she's definitely top three. I disagree. The three I have ahead of her, Valentina. I mean, Valentina is just on a ridiculous run. If it wasn't for Amanda right now, everybody would be talking about Valentina, and they still do. I've got Cyborg. Cyborg's 26-2, and two, bro. Like, you're right. She got beat down by Amanda, but that's, that's half her losses. And then I've got Amanda at 21-5 and five as the GOAT. But I will say tonight, I'm not saying legacy is on the line. For Amanda, I think even if she loses, but I think that Juliana Payne creeps into the conversation of top 10, top seven, however you want to say it, women's fighter of all time. Just if, if we all agree that Amanda's the greatest and she gets taken out twice by the same lady, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but Valentina got taken out twice by Amanda. Like, I get it. Maybe like it was a closer fight. So there's arguments there, but Juliana is not like a, she's not like a fighter of a different era. She kind of came up with everybody there. She had a devastating knee injury that took her back and then ended up, you know, she also had a kid. So there definitely were roadblocks that she had to overcome, but it's not like she's like this young up and comer. Like Juliana Pena has been around for a hot minute. Um, I just think that kind of stinks when you're in this spot of like, you've beaten everybody. You've cleared out every challenge there is in the sport. And then all anybody else had to do was beat you, and you're the featherweight go. It's a little bit like Alexander Volkanovsky. That's the game. You know damn well that's the game. Like it's it's like a video game. You get to take all their weapons if you beat them, and that's how it goes. So right now, Julian Pena does have everything that Amanda worked for, and Amanda's trying to get it back tonight, which is why I ask you, how much pressure do you think Amanda has on her versus the first time around? Because she's always fought really loose. It felt like when she was defending all those belts. Tonight, she knows what she has on the line, which I, I think we're going to go pretty early on. Like, if you're betting Amanda Nunez, and I can't blame you, I think she's the greatest women's fighter of all time. I'll keep saying that for the next hour and change. I think you're going to know pretty early on. Like, I'm talking about during the walk or early on in the first round, whether you think it's good money tonight. 
Uh, I think that depends on Amanda, like how much pressure is on there. Like if she truly believes that there was a lot of mental roadblocks the last time around and she's real about wanting to fight till 40. I found that surprising saying that she wanted to fight till 40 because I thought she was close to walking away. If that's true, there's a lot of pressure on her because we're still talking that she's got plenty of career left. And if she doesn't win tonight, then yeah, you have two losses. You're in that bad spot where you have two losses to the reigning champ. Like what is your path then to getting back to the top? Is it she's going to go you know, hope Kayla Harrison can get down to 145 and they have a fight at, at in the UFC. I think that's probably your best hope if you're Amanda. Dude, I, you, your poker face is good tonight, BT. I can't tell which way you're leaning in this one. I told you earlier that I can't bet against Juliana Pena, but I think I know exactly how she's going to win the fight. And I'll tell you coming up next, we'll break it all down when we give you the method to the madness. You're locked into the BetQL Network.